Welcome to the Servative Hour, an hour of anti-conservative movement, call-in talk radio. The topic for this April 26th, 2022 is what to expect at the Trump rally Friday, April 29th, 2022 in Greenwood, Nebraska. Trump set to rally support for Nebraska gubernatorial candidate facing groping allegations. So what to expect at the Trump rally, Friday, April 29th, 2022, in Greenwood, Nebraska? Well, there's a lot of things you can expect at any Trump rally. have an article from Newsweek, we'll get to in a moment, with the headline... Trump rally-goer claims Princess Diana, Jackie O, alive and ruling world. Hmm. But this one, groping allegations will be featured prominently, so I suppose there'll be many who will have their cell phone video recorders out to see if, uh, well, I guess the big question is, Will there be groping, and will it be caught on video recorder? We'll see. But this headline says, uh, Trump set to rally support for Nebraska gubernatorial candidate facing groping allegations. This is by Michael Warren of CNN from April 21st, 2022. Donald Trump will head to Nebraska next week to hold a rally to boost his endorsed candidate for governor, Charles Herbster, who faces allegations he inappropriately touched women ahead of a contentious Republican primary that has pitted the former president's influence against that of the state's term-limited GOP governor. Trump announced his April 29th rally in Greenwood just days after the Nebraska Examiner reported that seven women, including Republican State Senator Julie Slama, had accused Herbster of groping them at political events or beauty pageants, with an additional woman accusing him of kissing her forcibly in six cases at least. One eyewitness corroborated the women's allegations. The publication, publication reported Herbster has denied the allegations, calling them, quote, 100% false. Slama told the Examiner, which identifies itself as independent, nonprofit, and nonpartisan, that Herbster groped her at a local Republican dinner in 2019, shortly after she had been appointed to Nebraska's unicameral legislature. On Tuesday, the examiner followed up its initial report with three on-the-record witnesses claiming to have seen Herbster touch women inappropriately or were told about his action immediately after, including the specific incident with Slama. In a Wednesday news conference, Herbster said, quote, I have never and never will act in the way that these accusations last week were leveled at me. 
pressed by CNN about the allegations and the eyewitnesses who claimed to have seen him, Herbster repeated his denial, quote, I have never, ever done any of the allegations, he said. They're 100% false. He suggested to reporters that sitting Republican Governor Pete Ricketts was behind the allegations, saying it was, quote, out of the Democratic playbook. When asked about Herbster's comments by CNN, Ricketts said he had, quote, nothing to do with the article. Quote, it is ridiculous to suggest that I or anyone else conspire to talk to eight women and even more witnesses to make up stories about Charles Herbster. It's just not plausible, Ricketts said in a statement. During his Wednesday press conference, Herbster also told reporters he has not discussed the allegations with Trump. A Trump spokesman did not respond to CNN when asked for comment on the allegations. Herbster stated that since the alleged incident in 2019, Slama has met with him multiple times, sought political donations from him, received a $10,000 donation from him, and even invited him to her wedding. Asked for comment about the allegations and Herbster's response, Slama provided a statement to CNN. Quote, I was scared and felt obliged to meet with my attacker, Charles Herbster, because he is my constituent, a Republican mega-donor, and leading candidate for Nebraska governor. I was terrified that in addition to sexually assaulting me, he would try to ruin my public reputation, which is exactly what he is trying to do now, Slama said. A person close to the state senator also directed CNN to an April 14th radio interview with Slama. In the interview, Slama said she had received the donation from Herbster after winning her race in 2020, and that she had not asked for that specific donation. She also said her wedding invitation to Herbster was one of several invitations sent to donors to the campaigns of both Slama and her husband, a former state senator, and that the invitation list was, quote, auto-populated from their list of political supporters. Quote, I was horrified when he RSVP'd and said he'd be coming to the wedding, she said. The May 10th gubernatorial primary in Nebraska is one of several upcoming tests for the influence of Trump's endorsement in GOP primaries. Candidates backed by the former president are facing competitive primaries for House, Senate, and Governor's races in May in several states, including Ohio, West Virginia, North Carolina, Idaho, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. Republicans take sides. The political fallout for much of the Nebraska political establishment has not been favorable to Herbster. Ricketts, who is supporting Republican Jim Pillen in the May 10th gubernatorial primary, issued a statement condemning Herbster. So did former Governor Kay Orr, the first Republican woman elected governor in the country. And all 
13 female members of Nebraska's legislature, including Slama, issued a statement in support of the women, calling Herbster's alleged behavior, quote, completely unacceptable for anyone, and saying that those alleged actions, quote, render him unfit to serve. While the Nebraska legislature is officially nonpartisan, state senators are affiliated with one of the two major political parties, and the group of signatories was bipartisan. Quote, Nobody even hesitated, said Luann Linhan, a Republican state senator who said she helped organize the statement by calling her colleagues after the examiner published its story. Quote, we know Julie, she wouldn't lie. End quote. But other Republicans supporting Herbster's campaign, including Governor Christie Nome of neighboring South Dakota, have stuck with the agribusinessman. Quote, the governor and her family have known Charles for several years and have never known him to act in the manner he has been accused of, said Joe Desiletis, a senior advisor to Nome's campaign. <coughs> And Trump's announcement of his rally is a clear statement of support for Herbster, an ardent supporter of the former president. The gubernatorial primary has become a proxy war of sorts between Trump and Ricketts, who is ineligible for a third term, but remains a powerful political force in the Cornhusker state. Late last year, shortly after Trump had endorsed Herbster, Ricketts said he had urged Trump to, quote, stay out of the race. In January, Ricketts endorsed Pellin, a farmer and veterinarian who also sits on the University of Nebraska's elected Board of Regents. The Republican gubernatorial primary also includes State Senator Brent Lindstrom. State Senator Carol Blood is the frontrunner in the Democratic primary. But Democrats have not won a governor's race in deep red Nebraska since 1994. Herbster is not the first Trump-supported candidate this cycle to face allegations of mistreatment of women. In Ohio, House hopeful Max Miller is facing allegations of abuse from an ex-girlfriend, former White House press secretary Stephanie Grisham, former football star Herschel Walker, who is running for Senate in Georgia, has been accused of threatening multiple women over the course of a decade. Miller has denied the allegations and has filed a defamation suit against Graham or Grisham. Walker has spoken of his struggles with mental illness and his campaign has noted that he has gotten help since the allegedly violent incidents in the early 2000s. He has denied allegations of threats made in at least two cases. And Trump had endorsed Sean Parnell for Senate in Pennsylvania before the candidate dropped out of the race in late 2021. Parnell had lost a custody fight with his estranged wife, who had accused him of committing abusive acts against her. Parnell has denied the allegations. And if you want to read that article in full, it can be found on CNN.com under the headline, Trump set to rally support for Nebraska gubernatorial candidate facing groping allegations.
Now, this next is an article which I tried to get to at the end of the show. Started the first couple paragraphs, didn't get any further, ran out of time. And it is uh, with the headline, uh, The Depressing Reality of Republican Campaigns and Domestic Violence. Allegations of domestic abuse and sexual assault used to end campaigns, even Republican ones. And uh, this is by, <clears throat> let's see, who's it by? By Hayes Brown, MSNBC opinion columnist, and that's from April 19th, 2022. In at least four primary races around the country, women have accused Republican candidates of domestic abuse and sexual violence. The details of the allegations are depressing, but even more depressing is the seeming reaction from GOP voters, which includes an apparent shrug and a growing belief that only liberals care about men hurting women. The accused are running for a U.S. House seat in Ohio, the governorship of Nebraska, and U.S. Senate seats in Georgia and Missouri. Eric Greitens, the former governor of Missouri, is trying to make a political comeback. He resigned in 2018 after a woman with whom he'd been having an affair claimed under oath that he had assaulted her and threatened to blackmail her with nude photos he'd taken without her permission. That past scandal would be a political minefield to navigate on its own, but last month, Brighton's ex-wife alleged in an affidavit related to their custody dispute that the former governor physically abused her and their youngest son before their divorce. Sheena Brightons claimed that in April 2018, quote, Eric knocked me down and confiscated my cell phone, wallet, and keys so that I was unable to call for help or extricate myself and our children from our home. Moreover, she alleges that his, quote, quote, his behavior included physical violence toward our children, such as cuffing our then three-year-old son across the face at the dinner table in front of me and yanking him around by his hair. Greitens has denied the allegations and says he loves his sons by claiming in a statement that he hopes Sheena Greiton, quote, gets the help that she needs. He has hinted that his ex-wife is mentally unstable. In that same statement, he accuses his ex of plotting with, quote, political operatives, end quote. In previous elections, Greitens threatened in previous elections, Greitens' resignation and his ex-wife's allegations that he'd abused her and one of their sons would be fodder for campaign ads and stump speeches from Greitens' rivals. Instead, as the New York Times recently cataloged, the response from his opponents has mostly been crickets. <clears throat> the same phenomenon can be seen regarding Charles Herbster, the candidate running to follow Nebraska Governor Pete Ricketts, who's serving his second and final term. Last week, eight women accused Herbster of sexually assaulting them. One of them, Julie Slama, is a Republican state senator who said Herbster reached up her skirt and groped her in 2019 during a local Republican Party event. And yet, despite these serious allegations, Herbster, who was endorsed by former President Donald Trump in October, isn't just continuing his run to run his race, he's running as the victim. Quote, 
They did it with Brett Kavanaugh. They certainly did it with Donald J. Trump. And now they're trying to do it with Charles W. Herbster, he told a local radio station, according to the Times, while claiming that the allegations are just an attack from his rivals, including, he says, Governor Ricketts. Herbster has even released a new ad saying the same, quote, just like the establishment attacked President Trump, now they're attacking me. <clears throat> that level of attempted victim blaming and gaslighting has become the routine response from Republicans accused of harassment, abuse, and violence. The idea that we should, quote, believe women is something only Democratic voters say and believe. The kinds of accusations made against Greitens and Herbster have, quote, become deeply partisan in terms of beliefs about what is acceptable and what is appropriate. Kelly Dittmar, a professor at the Center for American Women and Politics at Rutgers University, told the Times, quote, and now it's fallen into the talk of cancel culture in the broader society. More troubling, there's been no corresponding backlash from GOP voters, not even from Republican women. Eric C. Cassie, a professor of political science at the University of Delaware, told the Times, quote, the, the hashtag MeToo movement and the current debate over transgender rights and education are only widening the gap between Republican women and women who identify as Democrats and independents. Professor Cassie C. said, for female candidates, appeals to gender solidarity or attacks on misogyny do not seem to work in Republican primaries. It is very hard to make those appeals, even for women candidates appealing to women. She said, we don't have any sense of what messages might work. End quote. It's a horrifying state of affairs, one that has been in no small part inspired by Trump's, quote, no apology, no resignation strategy in response to many women who's, who've accused him of assault or harassment. You can see in Max Miller, the Trump White House aide running for Congress in Ohio, an example of the former president's lesson taken to heart. Former White House Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham wrote in her 2021 book, quote, I'll take your questions now, what I saw at the Trump White House, that her relationship with Miller turned abusive. Not only is Miller denying that he hit Grisham when they broke up in 2020, he sued her for defamation. Miller was received with open arms by Trump at Mar-a-Lago in February. The refusal of their fellow Republicans to address such serious allegations facing candidates is by no means a phenomenon that Trump deserves all the blame for. Few people embody the so-called establishment as much as Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican Kentucky, and he has been more than happy to endorse Herschel Walker's candidacy in Georgia, despite allegations that Walker, quote, repeatedly threatened his ex-wife's life. Walker, per The Times, doesn't deny the allegations, quote, and has said he was suffering from mental illness. The result of this willingness among Republican leaders to stand by their own is that the GOP electorate writ large is left unwilling to judge their preferred candidates on the merits of the accusations. Instead, they're fully prepared to believe that someone, but not an accused candidate, is spreading lies. 
Democrats and rhinos who want to take down the Trump-supported, quote, real conservatives, the liberal media, or the women themselves, whom they paint as the real villains. We are watching a well-practiced playbook in use, one designed to help allegedly dangerous men obtain political power. Their opponents can see no political upside in highlighting their personal unfitness for office. I can only hope, though, that they see and feel the moral gravity of their silence. Because in their silence, they are asking us to accept a world where violence against women is only something worth bringing up in general elections, if then. To accept that premise would justify every woman's fears that her coming forward would do nothing but bring further pain. Calling out GOP opponents who've been accused of abusing women may not be a winning message, but if there's any spark of decency left in the GOP, the voices of these women won't be ignored and suppressed in the name of party unity. And if you wanted to read that article in full, can be found under the headline... The uh, the depressing reality of Republican yeah the depressing reality of Republican campaigns and domestic violence that can be found on msnbc.com. and then have from the Daily Mail and yes, I know it's the Daily Mail, so we'll have to see if this story uh, gets legs and gets carried by many other publications. But it is a Daily Mail exclusive, so it would be understandable that they would have it first. And the, the headline is, <clears throat> exclusive, email address tied to Trump-backed Nebraska Governor candidate Charles Herbster set up account on cheating site Ashley Madison, Republican hit by fresh scandal after being accused of groping several women. And I'm going to take a musical break and play a song related to the topic. And after the song's over, we'll do station identification and a report of the weather. Uh, but uh, the phone number here is 402-474-5086. So after the song is over and the station identification and weather and whatnot, uh, it'd be wonderful if you could call in to state your point of view on the air about what you think anyone should expect at the Trump rally Friday, April 29th, 2022 in Greenwood, Nebraska. That was He Hit Me, It Felt Like a Kiss by the Crystals, a song they did about little Eva and her boyfriend. It's now 11.31 p.m. Central Daylight Time. The Groove Machine follows the Servative Hour. It is a Christian rock music show from midnight until 2 a.m. Wednesday morning. And the weather... 
to refresh on this to make sure it's... Oh, it's gone down one degree. It's uh, 61 degrees Fahrenheit, clear skies, negligible wind, just three miles per hour, clear skies. Tonight there'll be a low of 53 degrees, zero precipitation, and tomorrow much warmer with a high of 83 degrees Fahrenheit and still no precipitation until possibly tomorrow, Wednesday night, a 51% chance. So I guess the odds be 50-50 on that. Exclusive email address tied to Trump-backed Nebraska Governor candidate Charles Herbster set up account on cheating site Ashley Madison, Republican hit by fresh scandal after being accused of groping several women. A Daily Mail exclusive. And this is by Bob Crilly, senior U.S. political reporter for Daily Mail, published April 26, 2022. Fresh news just coming out today. An email address linked to Charles Herbster, embattled Republican Nebraska governor candidate who was backed by Donald Trump, was used to set up an account on the cheating website Ashley Madison, DailyMail.com can reveal. The address was among millions released by hackers in 2015. The revelation will increase scrutiny of Herbster's troubled campaign after a GOP lawmaker accused him of groping her and seven other women subsequently made similar allegations. In a lawsuit lodged last Friday, Herbster said the accusations, quote, lack even a shred of credibility and have damaged his reputation. Trump is due in the state on Friday for a rally to boost his favorite, can favorite candidate. Herbster, a wealthy cattle breeder and loyal Trump ally, launched his candidacy last year and used the email address charles at herbsterangus.com on his official filing with the Nebraska Secretary of State. The same address was in the huge trove of Ashley Madison data dumped online by hackers, according to an independent analysis conducted by a cybersecurity expert for dailymail.com. The site caters to married people looking to have affairs with the tagline, quote, Life is short, have an affair. The 2015 data dump sent shockwaves through marriages around the nation, triggering separations and divorces. Logon information associated with the Herbster email address shows the account was accessed from an IP address linked to Verizon Wireless, at a location that corresponds to Kansas City. <clears throat> Among Herbster's business interests is Conklin Company, which manufactures more than 130 products, including roofing and agricultural products, such as fertilizers and motor oil, and has its administrative offices in Kansas City, Missouri. He also owns Herbster Angus Farms, a cattle breeding business. In 2019, he spent a record 
$1.5 million on an Angus bull. Proofing, who used particular... Let's see. Got Proofing, who used a particular email, and whether the user has signed up for Ashley Madison account is notoriously difficult. Sorry, it's going to pop up over a couple words there. But the Charles at HerbsterAngus.com address is listed in connection with Herbster's Angus Farm in directories, as well as documents used to file his run for governor. So, yeah, it's pretty easy to link that email address to him from the Ashley Madison account. Herbster has been married twice, and his second wife, Judith, died in 2017. The <clears throat> details will raise fresh questions for Herbster, whose campaign makes much of his born-again Christian credentials, business experience, and relationship with Trump. His campaign did not respond to multiple requests for comment until after this story was published. Quote, this is clearly another attempt by the fake news to smear Charles, said spokesperson Emily Novotny. Quote, Charles 100% denies ever using Ashley Madison or creating an account. End quote. He says he has been friends with the former president for more than a decade and in 2015 took on the role of agricultural advisor to Trump's campaign. Photographs of the two together feature prominently in Herbster's promotional material. Trump's endorsement of Herbster, who has never held public office, is seen as another example of the former president taking a gamble on an ultra-loyalist ultra rather than better-connected opponents. But it could be enough to turn Herbster into a real contender in a state that heavily backed Trump in 2020. Quote, Charles W. Herbster has been a tremendous supporter of America First and Make America Great Again right from the beginning, said Trump in his endorsement. Quote, he is running for governor on the greatest state of Nebraska and will do a fantastic job. A proud native of Nebraska, Charles is an extraordinary successful businessman who will fight for our farmers and ranchers, support our military and vets, and protect and defend your right under siege under siege Second Amendment rights. D defend your under siege Second Amendment rights. Okay, end of quote. But Herbster's campaign was hit by scandal when GOP State Senator Julie Slama told the Nebraska Examiner that the businessman had reached up her skirt during a 2019 Republican fundraising dinner. Quote, Today's Nebraska Examiner report about Charles Herbster sexually assaulting me in 2019 when I was 20, 20 years, 20, 22 years old is true, she later said in a statement. Six other women, speaking on condition of anonymity, told the Examiner that Herbster groped them on their buttocks outside their clothes at public events. A seventh woman alleged that Herbster once cornered her and forcibly kissed her. <coughs> Herbster has denied all the allegations. On Friday, he filed a suit in state district court alleging accusing Slama of making false accusation in an effort to damage his reputation ahead of the hard-fought <coughs> Republican May 10th primary. Quote, As set forth in my lawsuit, the false accusations and attacks on my character are part of a greater scheme calc calculated to try and defeat my candidacy, 
He said in a statement, quote, I will not stop fighting until the truth is told and my name is cleared. Slama responded with her own lawsuit on Monday, according to her lawyer, who said it included a claim for damages for, quote, the sexual battery she suffered. Quote, we will not permit we will not permit Charles Herbster to file a frivolous bad-faith lawsuit that purports to cast doubt on Senator Slama's account of her sexual assault, use his national media megaphone to herald the existence of that lawsuit for his own gain, but then take no steps to actually serve it and subject himself to the legal accountability such service would trigger, said attorney Dave Lopez. Charles Herbster chose to subject himself to Nebraska's judicial system, and Senator Slama will hold him to that choice. It requires that Herbster sit for a videotaped deposition on May 6th, four days before the primary. And that article can be found on dailymail.co.uk under the headline Exclusive Email Address Tied to Trump-Backed Nebraska Governor Candidate Charles Herbster Set Up Account on Cheating Site Ashley Madison Phone number here is 402-474-5086 It is a call-in talk radio show and, oh, the, <clears throat> the 2022 Give to Lincoln season of giving is almost here. Starting May 1st, you can visit kzum.org, kzum.org, and make a donation to support community media in Lincoln. And your donation will go far with a percentage matched by the Give to Lincoln fund pool. Our fund drive starts May 9th. But you don't have to wait to get KZUM a big to give to get KZUM a big piece of the pie. Visit KZUM.org as of May first. Is that to get a piece of the pie or to give a piece of the pie? Anyway, we want more pie, lots of pie. Give us pie, yum yum, and help keep KZUM shining with the Sunrise Communications Glow. I'm going to play a song that I played last week, but I think it's so appropriate that I'll play it again. Oh, and when... Get back from the song... Well, I'll have another article for you. Topic once again, what to expect at the Trump rally, Friday, April 29th, 2022, in Greenwood, Nebraska. Trump rally goer claims Princess Diana, Jackie O, alive and ruling world. Spy Jason Lemon from April 23rd, 2022, on Newsweek.com. An attendee of former President Donald Trump's Ohio rally on Saturday claimed that Princess Diana of Wales, former First Lady Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis, 
often referred to as Jackie O, and pop star Michael Jackson are, quote, alive and currently ruling the world. Trump's rally at the Delaware County Fairgrounds is set to start at 7 p.m., with doors having opened earlier in the afternoon. Local media reported that Trump supporters flocked to the event from across the country. Ahead of the event, Right Side Broadcasting Network, RSBN, sent some of its correspondents out to interview those attending the rally. An RSBN reporter spoke with a small group of women holding out phones of Trump's, holding, holding cut-out photos of Trump's head, according to video from the network's live stream. One of the women wore a pink, quote, Women for Trump hat and a pink shirt featuring Jackson, Kennedy, and Princess Diana. The reporter then asked the women for a detailed explanation, telling the group they looked, quote, so cute. <clears throat> quote, right, so living, living, and we know living, the woman responded, pointing individually at each photo of the three deceased celebrities on her shirt. Quote, ruling the world, and you don't take down evil by being quiet or silent, right, she added. So people need to understand who they are. Do they look like them today? No. The reporter interjected, asking, quote, You think Princess Diana's still alive? Answer, quote, Absolutely, 100%, the woman replied immediately. Do you? she asked. Uh, quote, I didn't, but maybe you know something that I don't, the reporter replied. <clears throat> quote, well, you know, God speaks to us, right? The woman answered. There's ways that we can figure these things out. End quote. Kennedy died in 1994, as did Princess Diana in 1997 and Jackson in 2009. While fringe conspiracy theories have been floated that they are still alive, there is no evidence to corroborate these bizarre claims. Unusual conspiracy theories have become a staple at Trump rallies and among some supporters of the former president. Many Trump supporters have espoused a belief in the QAnon conspiracy theory, which contends that a group of Satan-worshipping Democrats and Hollywood elites sexually exploit and sacrifice children in rituals to control the world. They believe Trump is fighting against this non-existent demon-worshipping organization. A fringe group within the QAnon movement last year in November traveled to Dallas, Texas on the 58th anniversary of former President John F. Kennedy's assassination. They believed that the son of Kennedy, John F. Kennedy Jr., who died in 1999, would miraculously return and proclaim Trump as the true president. Unsurprisingly to most, the deceased Kennedy Jr. neglected to show up. Earlier this month, at a North Carolina rally, a Trump supporter told an RSBN reporter that, quote, We're waiting for either God or the aliens. She then added with a chuckle, quote, Or a nuke. I'll take one. Natalie Allison, a reporter with Politico at the North Carolina event, shared on Twitter a photo of a man holding a flag featuring a hand pulling up the American flag to reveal a Confederate flag underneath, suggesting that the failed Confederacy of the Civil War era should reemerge. 
Another flag waved above the man's head with an image of Trump and the message, quote, Only God and Trump can save our country. Trump himself has not personally backed the conspiracy theories of his supporters, although he did previously speak favorably of QAnon. Quote, I've heard these are people that love our country, he said during a White House news conference in August 2020. Quote, so I don't know really anything about it other than that they do supposedly like me. The former president has concocted and promoted a conspiracy theory of his own, however, claiming that the 2020 election was, quote, rigged or stolen in favor of President Joe Biden. He readily promotes these unfounded claims at his large events and in interviews contending that the election results should have been overturned on January 6th, 2021. No evidence has emerged corroborating Trump's and his allies' allegations about the last presidential election. Dozens of election challenge lawsuits filed by the former president and his supporters failed in state and federal courts. Even Trump-appointed judges dismissed the cases. Audits and recounts across the country, including in states where the election was overseen by pro-Trump Republicans, have consistently reaffirmed Biden's win. Former Attorney General William Barr, who was widely viewed as one of Trump's most loyal cabinet members, has said repeatedly that there is, quote, no evidence to support claims of widespread voter fraud being behind Trump's loss. Barr wrote in his memoir published in March that he told the former president directly to his face that the claims were, quote, bull blank. Trump is expected to continue to promote the, the claim Saturday evening when he speaks in Ohio. In a statement on Twitter that was released just hours ahead of the event, the former president said, quote, Heading to Ohio for a big rally tonight. Great crowd. See you there. End quote. And that article can be found under the headline... Headline, Trump rally goer claims Princess Diana, Jackie O, quote, a live and ruling world. That can be found on Newsweek.com. And one final article, which I probably won't have the ability to get very far into, which I did read from last week and then also did not have time to get far into, is from the NebraskaExaminer.com. And the headline is, Herbster was schmoozing with Trump team January 5th through 6th as they detailed plans to overturn election. Text messages show what happened in his own words. This is by Aaron Sandiford from February 25th, 2022. Three minutes after rioters pushed past police lines west of the U.S. Capitol last January, Charles Herbster received a text from a campaign staffer in Nebraska telling him the Capitol was locked down. Quote, Thank you, Herbster replied at 2.14 p.m. Eastern, Sta- Eastern Standard Time from a service Secret Service motorcade near the White House. A minute later, he wrote, quote, I was expecting as much. 
Herbster, a leading candidate for Nebraska governor who touts his ties to Trump, spent much of January 5th through 6th, 2021, with then-President Donald Trump's inner circle, including his sons, the Conklin Company CEO, who donated $1.3 million to Trump's presidential campaigns, knew more about the run-up to the January 6th protests than he has previously acknowledged. Herbster's actions and reactions are detailed in more than 130 texts he and his campaign staff exchanged over a 25-hour period before, during, and after protesters breached the Capitol. Several people with knowledge of the texts obtained by the Nebraska Examiner confirmed their authenticity. Herbster has declined repeated requests since January 2021 to detail what he did and saw in Washington on those days, including three requests this month from the Examiner, one as recently as Monday, on, on Thursday, when the Examiner's story was about to publish. Herbster's campaign offered an interview in the coming days if the Examiner delayed the story. Immediately after the riots, the Herbster campaign did confirm to the Omaha World Herald and Lincoln Journal Star that Herbster had attended the Electoral College rally Trump held at noon that day on the Ellipse, just south of the White House. <coughs> Herbster was at the Ellipse by mid-morning on Wednesday, January 6th, based on texts he exchanged with staff. A fan of Herbster's photographed him wearing a VIP tag. The MIP Pillow CEO, Mike Lindell, was seated nearby. And towards the end of this article... Just wanted to read another quote from Herbster. It's a long article, well worth reading. Oh, here we go. When he announced his run for governor in April, Herbster said he still didn't know who had won the 2020 election. Quote, there's no way we can really know that because none of the states would look at those irregularities, Herbster told Omaha's KMTV. Quote, if it's the difference between being disloyal to President Trump or becoming, becoming governor of Nebraska, Herbster told the crowd at his announcement, quote, I will not be disloyal to the 45th president. On Thursday, Herbster reinforced his views, quote, I love, I love what Donald J. Trump did as our 45th president of the United States, he told a group gathered at Omaha's VFW Post 2503. Herbster was accompanied by Kellyanne Conway, whom he called his, quote, national campaign manager. She led Trump's 2016 presidential campaign. Herbster is scheduled to speak Sunday on a panel in Orlando, Florida at CPAC, the Conservative Political Anf Action Conference. And uh, some of Trump's supporters defend what happened on January 6th, while other Republicans have criticized the violence and destruction of property. The RNC passed a resolution earlier this month describing what happened as, quote, legitimate political discourse. RNC leaders later said they were referring to the peaceful protests. And this article continues on, and I've run out of time. This has been the Servative Hour. Thank you very much for listening, and good night to you all.